Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord. Thank you for another day to be in your presence, Lord. As we go into the meditation of your word, we pray, O Lord, open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and give us a mind that can comprehend, Lord Jesus. Have your way. Let your presence be made known today in our midst, in Jesus' name. And Lord, give us the strength to wait on you, Lord Jesus. Lord, renew our strength, Daddy Lord, in our waiting season. Renew our strength in the name of Jesus. We declare this meeting open in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotion on iron, sharpened iron. Today we'll start a new chapter from the Bible, from the book of 1 Corinthians. And I will be taking it from the English Contemporary Version. And I pray the Holy Spirit minister is what to us afresh in Jesus' name. Amen. So this is a letter from Brother Paul to us. I read, From Paul, chosen by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from Sosthenes, who is also a follower, to God's church in Corinth, which is us, right? Christ Jesus chose you to be his very own people, and you worship in his name. And we and all others do who call him Lord. My prayer is that God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ will be kind to you and will bless you with peace. I will never stop thanking my God for treating you with undeserved grace by giving you Christ Jesus, who helps you speak and understand so well. Now you are certain that everything we told you about our Lord Jesus Christ is true. You are not missing out on any blessings. As you wait for him to return, and until the day Christ does return, it will keep you completely innocent. God can be trusted. I'll take that again. God can be trusted. And he chose you to be partners with his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. 10. My dear friends, as a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ, I beg you to get along with each other. Don't take sides. Always try to agree in what you think. Several people from Chloe's family have already reported to me that you keep arguing with each other. They have said that some of you claim to follow me while others claim to follow Apollos or Peter or Christ. Has Christ been divided up? Was I nailed to cross for you? Were you baptized in my name? Well, I thank God that I didn't baptize any of you except Christus and Gilles. Not one of you can say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize the family of Stephanus, but I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. Christ did not send me to baptize. He sent me to tell the good news without using words that sound wise and would make the cross of Christ lose its power. 18. 
The message about the cross doesn't make any sense to lost people. But for those of us who have been saved, it is God's power at work. As the scripture says in the scriptures, sorry, as God says in the scriptures, I will destroy the wisdom of all who claim to be wise. I will confuse those who think they know so much. 20. What happened to those wise people? What happened to those experts in the scriptures? What happened to those ones who think they have all the answers? Didn't God show that the wisdom of this world is foolish? God was wise and decided not to let the people of this world use their wisdom to learn about him. Instead, God chose to save only those who believe the foolish message we preach. 22. Jews ask for miracles and Greeks want something that sounds wise. But we preach that Christ was nailed to the cross. Most Jews have, have problems with this and most Gentiles think it is foolish. Our message is God's power and wisdom for the Jews and the Greeks that he has chosen. Even when God is foolish, he is wiser than everyone else. And even when God is weak, he is stronger than everyone else. So my dear friends, remember what you were when God chose you. The people of this world didn't think that many of you were wise. Only a few of you were in places of power. And not many of you came from important families. But God chose the foolish things of this world to put the wise to shame. He chose the weak things of this world to pull the powerful to shame. 28. What the world thinks is worthless, useless, and nothing at all is what God has used to destroy what the world considers important. God did all this to keep anyone from bragging to him. You are God's children. He sent Christ to save us and to make us wise acceptable and holy 31 which is the last verse so if you want to brag do what the scripture says and brag about the lord amen the lord bless the reading of his word to us in jesus name amen amen so um so as we can see here in verse 10 to 24 you know what the scripture what brother Paul is saying to us is actually encouraging us actually to actually be at peace with all men and never take sides and um, by side is talking about saying that oh my own religion is the best and uh, me i serve god you don't serve god you know and he also he also talks about us arguing ask us to stay away from arguing with each other concerning religion yeah for we are all one bodies in Christ Jesus. And he also encourages us not to think of ourselves to be wise. Or that we think that we have all the answers or we know it all. Rather, we should consider our assignment to tell the good news to all men, both Gentiles and Jews. And in verse um, 26 to 27 i know he also asks us to remember what we were when god chose us because none of us 
were perfect. But God chooses the foolish things of this world to put the wise to shame. And in verse 31, um, he says to us that if we must brag, we must do it scripturally. And our bragging should be about the Lord, not about our own wisdom, not something we assume or we think our perspective. It has to be what is written in the scripture. May the Lord bless his word to us and grant us the wisdom to know more of God and to walk accordingly in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for today and I will see us tomorrow by God's grace. Have a beautiful day, people of God. Bye.